We live in a fast-paced and hectic world where it's easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining host and her guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here's your host, Leah Mattinson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I'm host Leah Mattinson. I want to say thank you to everybody worldwide who's tuning into our podcast today. No matter where you live in the world, we want to send you love and just wishes for you to be having a happy, healthy moment in your life. I'm joined on this episode by Crystal Evans. Now, Crystal Evans is a, if you're somebody who is looking for somebody inspirational, if you're a parent, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're somebody who wants to build community, or if you're just somebody who wants to improve the way that you experience yourself day to day, then you don't want to miss this episode with Crystal Evans. Now, Crystal's been on the show a couple of times and you can find her former uh, interviews on our website, masteryourlife.ca. So make sure you check those out. Crystal is a mother, world traveler, serial entrepreneur, writer, speaker, coach, and lover of life, dark chocolate, and nature explorations. Crystal can ride a unicycle and juggle at the same time, but not blindfolded. Because <laughs> she tried that. <laughs> However, even more challenging feats that she's championed include breaking the five-minute mile, riding a camel through the Egyptian desert while seven months pregnant, and building online funnels while having a two-year-old on her back, pulling her hair with sticky Play-Doh hands. Don't we all know how that is moms and grandmas yes and right now we have a chewy chewy gum hands next to me well some sometimes it's in his mouth it's in his mouth right now but it was in his hands a couple minutes ago (laughs) it's been everywhere man and that's why he has immunity yes (laughs) has also lived in uganda for several years where she built a school for orphan and needy children she built a hotel and started a safari company Later, she mustered up the courage uh, to leave an abusive relationship with her children and dream again. First, she met many challenges, having her documents and belongings stolen, fleeing the infamous California fires, and being homeless with her children. Can't we resonate with that? I'm sure many, many people can. However, she rose again and went from homeless to building homes in Mexico. She pulled out a map and went from being the one who hosted tourists to being a travel journalist who is hosted in luxury eco hotels, as well as one of those crazy ladies who explores the off the beaten path destinations. And we can attest to this because we've seen the videos. <laughs> She's traveled yes. most of Central America with her three children, and they've enjoyed surfing and cliff diving in El Salvador, jog- jungle walks, and making their own hot chocolate in Belize, snorkeling with sea turtles in Mexico. They also had the interesting experience of being on lockdown in Honduras. Crystal, thank you for turning your lemons into lemonade. You're welcome. <laughs> and coming and being That's what we all got to do because right. we we all get handed lemons at some some point in our life. Some people at different stages but and some lemons look smaller, some look bigger, some are a little more sour than the other, but 
we all definitely get handed some lemons. <laughs> we absolutely do. I love it. I love it. But you know what? You have, you've not only um, rallied just as a human being and the on the travel, courageous travel that you do and travels that you do with your children, you now teach people how to use their own story and speaking to raise funds for causes, get investors for projects and get high paying clients in your courageous speakers course and group coaching. So I really wanted to talk with you today about not just your world travel and adventures, but also about how can you help our listening audience to master their life so they can experience more insight, intelligence, and inspiration in their day-to-day existence. Crystal, take it away. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. So basically, I'll tell you a little bit um, in this particular episode about how I started Courageous Speaker Secrets, and then maybe in another episode, I'll dive deeper into what some of those secrets are. But for now, I'll just tell you the story behind it. So like you said, um, I built a hotel in Uganda. I built a school for orphan and needy children in Uganda. I built a house. I built a safari company. Um, in that aspect, I was the queen of the world. Uh, the, like you ever play this game, um, King on Top of the Hill or something? My house was like literally on top of a hill and I had these beautiful views. So I was the queen on top of the hill. Um, But ultimately my personal life, some areas were not so good and of that was being in that abusive relationship. So I had to take the courage to leave, but it didn't mean just leaving a relationship. It meant leaving a whole life I had created. Mm -hmm. Um, And so needless to say, I was kind of feeling bummed depressed, questioning my purpose, questioning my identity, saying, now what the heck am I supposed to do with my life? Who am I? And all of these things that we can go through, right? Um, and so one of the things that, that, I teach pe- that I teach people in my course is I say, um, everybody has a kick-ass story. So everybody has a story where life has kicked their ass, but... <laughs> Then what we do is we, we can choose to do something back and we can choose to kick back at life and we can choose then where we felt hopeless to become the hope where, where we were almost drowning in despair. We instead become the ones who are pouring joy onto people's lives. And so, so we kick back. And so one of the things I teach people to do is um, create a kick um, ass value add statement so talking about how life has kicked them how they kicked back and how through the process of being kicked and kicking back they have now actually gained um things that help them create value to other people maybe they've gained perseverance maybe they've gained an understanding they haven't maybe they've been able to break an addiction they weren't able to break before. Maybe they were able to reconcile where they weren't able to reconcile before. Maybe they dropped 50 pounds or maybe they were able to get their mental health into a better state. And so a lot of times people are waiting to change the world thinking they have to go, you know, study this or study that or um, associate with this person or be on this stage to be able to have the credentials to change somebody's life, but really to change somebody's life, all you have to do is be a step further down the path than them. And you can guide them, say, come here, come on this path. Take no, don't go left, go right here. Okay. You know, right there, there's going to be a watering hole, stop and drink something. Trust me, you're going to need it. Um, And so 
everybody is an expert at something. And so like one, one lady who took my course, um, she actually had her husband betray her. Hmm. And now she helps women who are going through betrayal to find themselves and to not lose their worth. Right. And so now she's able to help a very, you know, that's a very niche down group of people. Um, and that's not an area she'd ever want to be an expert in, right? Like nobody wants to be an expert in that, (laughs) (laughs) but, but she, she overcame that and she was able to find her worth again and find her value again. And now she helps other women to also know that their value is so much more than, than a relationship. And if somebody is faithful to them in that relationship or not. Um, so back to my story about this, there I was sitting like depressed, wondering what the, what I'm supposed to do with my life now that everything I did for years, I'm not doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and I was really like leaning into this, listening with my heart and really question, what do I have to offer? And then I watched, um, a small speaking course and I was like, well, I did all of that when, when I was raising funds, this is how I got investors. And I looked at that course and I said, you know what? I think I can even put together something better. <laughs> like, um, and so the, and then the interesting thing is, so I put together the speaker's course and, you know, it's not as fancy pantsy and big name. And, uh, but the interesting thing is one of my students actually took this other guy's course before she took mine. And she gives me this glowing testimony about how my course, when it costs less and, um, you know, wasn't from such a big name person, how it made such a more impact in her life. And that's because what I teach people to do is I teach them to put together transformational programs and courses and promote that through speaking. So transformational meaning you're not just going to hand people a whole bunch of information. Mm-hmm. Hello, we all have YouTube and Google. If we want a whole bunch of information, we can go there. But where real transformation happens is showing up daily with somebody and helping them to walk out whatever that transformation is. If it's learning how to eat whole foods, you know, it's helping them create the menu of what the whole foods are like. Or in my case, teaching people how to use a speech to be able to either get high paying clients, get investors or get funders, then it's about, okay, this is step one of the speech. When you get done with this, we're going to talk again. You're going to share it with me. I'm going to give input with you. How can we tweak it? And then maybe people are struggling with confidence or maybe they're struggling with clarity. Um, So those are things that I'm also going to help them with. So they they get access to talking with me in, in this. So um, that's kind of the background story. And like I said, I, in further episodes, I'll love to break down some of the, the courageous speaker secrets and talk about what some of those secrets are. But that is the behind the scenes story of how I launched that. And I encourage every single person to think about where have you struggled and where can you give back? Where can you begin to, to open your mouth and speak? Because you don't have to wait for the big stage to speak on. You can start with the small community church. 
you can start with your Facebook live. There's so many places that you can start and then grow into other opportunities, but um, everybody's an expert. So think about where you're an expert, where you've overcome, where you've had challenges. And even if you're only a few steps ahead of somebody, begin to contemplate how you can give back and how you can speak out. One of the things I really like about your um, story, Crystal, is that you've done this with kids in tow. And I know that for lots yes, of people, have right there, there yeah, their family, you know, a lot He's of people are family ass over there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are family people. And so they'll go, well, I can't do this because I've got a family. I can't do that because I've got a family. And um, one of the inspiring things when I like, was very first introduced to you, uh, I went, wow, it's like you're a coach that actually is living the life uh, like you're walking your talk. So you're raising your family, you're on your own, you're in a country where you don't actually know what the rules are going to be. So you're having to really operate from your absolutely centered, core, courageous self in, in all of this. So it's not like you've had an easy ride in things. That's why I think that's what makes you such a compassionate and excellent coach. You well, know, thank you for appreciating. <laughs> yeah, because you really can, you really can relate and be relatable for a lot of people. Uh, that, um, and also with people who are discouraged, and they go, "Well, I can't do, I can't do an online business. I can't talk about, you know, my dirty hidden secrets. I can't." So there's all these I can'ts. But really, you turn that dystopia on its head, and we do that, you know, at Master Your Life too. Like we're saying here, guys, here's your opportunity. This mess that you're in, the me- you know, bless this mess. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Bless the mess. Bless the mess. That's right. Because it is, it is, you can't, uh, you'd like to think that you can hide it, but people can see when things are falling apart. So um, again, I just want to encourage people who are either looking for online businesses, looking for coaches, looking for a coach that's in a similar circumstance to you, that Crystal likes to actually do one-on-one work, which is also rare. Most people are now doing like great big programs with tens of thousands of people. And so the whole idea of transformation is um, just done in a different way. I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but if you're somebody who really enjoys working one-on-one with somebody, um, that's what Crystal is doing currently. Um, And so I would just, again, uh, encourage you to find her. You'll be able to reach out to her uh, on the masteryourlife.ca website and also through the show notes um, if you're watching the video. So let's talk a little bit more, Crystal, about your your current adventures and um, how you're helping people with their mental health, because that's something I think that's... Okay. Yes. Uh, well, so I don't know if you want to start more on the travel side or more on the mental health side. Um, I think they are one. I think they're hand in hand. So you no, start where you like somebody's like <laughs> working in this house right across from me. Maybe I might have to leave the garden and go into the house. It's okay right now. Oh, really? You don't hear it? No, it's okay right oh. now. Okay. I'm hearing a whole bunch, but if you're not hearing... Super. If you end up hearing, let me know and I'll, I'll move because there's someone doing a little construction in, in the apartment across the way. <laughs> Living the dream. Okay. So where would you like me to start? Would you I, like said, to- I, think, I think they're hand in hand. I think the travel and the mental health are hand in hand. So you start yes. where you would like to talk about. Okay. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is first, uh, I'm going to share a poem. 
here that that relates to what we talked about last time. And I've shared it with people on my travels. I first wrote it in Uganda and I've shared it with different people um, on my travels as well. And then after that, I'll also divide into the travels because traveling has helped me so much with my own mental health, with my own spiritual health, with my own emotional health. Um, and it might not be travel for everybody that does it, but I believe everybody has those passions and those things that bring them joy. And just like a lot of times people are waiting to live their dream, a lot of times people are waiting to live out their joy or their passion. Um, and we're really, if we pursue that, everything else, everything else comes and, and falls into place. So I'll start with the poem. Um, one thing I randomly enjoy talking about passions is um, doing spoken word pieces. So some, some things I write are better maybe just written, and then some things are better spoken. So this is one of the pieces I would say is better spoken. Ultimately, if I had it memorized, it'd be like much more superb, but I'm not quite to that point yet. <laughs> so we'll so take it as, as it is. <laughs> and so what we were talking about on the last episode was um, lies we believe about ourselves mm-hmm. and then needing to replace those lies with truths. And then I just randomly thought about this that I'd wrote. And so I'm going to read it out to you. And um, I'm writing this from the perspective of there's going to be two perspectives. There's like the person perspective, and then there's the divine love perspective. Some people call this divine love, the universe. Some people call this divine love, God. Some people call it goddess, whatever you term this divine connecting love. This is the other um, point that I'm writing from. Sometimes I wish I could unwind. How many times in life have I wished I could just rewind, maybe set a new stage and set replay. But in reality, I can't go back in time. Wait, what's that I hear? You want to refresh my mind? You want to take me backwards, take me into my pain? Yes, my child, because I want to reset your window pane. I want to take every broken piece, gather the shards and sharp edges together. I want to take all you felt in your life is nothing but shame and stain. And I want to take all the lies and woes and make a beautiful stained glass window glowing in beauty. I have to take your broken pieces so I can give you peace. I want to take you back to those moments of pain so I can repaint your name. I want to erase the lies that became so ingrained, those lies that kept piercing you, bringing you back to the pain. It's going to hurt a bit, but I'm here with my tweezers ready to remove every single sliver. Some of you were abused, and so you were named unprotected. And you've been wandering the deserts ever since. No protection from the blistering heat and the world of cruel rays. Today, I name you protected and invite you into my shade. Come and rest and allow me to be your oasis. Some of you were neglected, and so you were named abandoned. You've stayed in the dark shadows, hiding and longing that love would come for you. To you, I name you found and loved. I know you haven't seen the lights in a long time, but don't be afraid, I'm shining. Arise and dance, allow me to sing my love over you. Allow yourself to be the receiver of my affections and romance. I have named you beloved. Some of you had harmful words cut you until they became deep wounds. You were named not good enough. You were named unworthy. And ever since you've been running, striving and trying and trying and striving and somehow hoping that you could outrun that name. 
tired. You just need some rest. To you, I rename you worthy. I name you child. I name you jewel. I call you treasure. To you, I say there's no need to run. You were always enough before the even before even the race begun. I named you champion. Some of you have made mistakes or bad decisions, decided to feed a bad habit just a little bit, to neglect one just few, a few too many times. And somehow a small creature in your life grew into beast who named you shame. You've been walking around bound by that name, bound by those chains, so heavy and haunting, leaving you hungry and wanting. To you, I rename you forgiven. I've come with my key to set you free. You need a paper to write on, write on that one, because I'm reading from this one. To say, I say to you, stand, rise, shine, for nothing can separate you from me, for I call you mine. Know I'm with you in the past, the present, the future. So when you feel like pushing rewind, just push pause, push refresh mind, and ask me to reveal the lie, to reveal the truth, Remember, I hold the key to set you free. I am love. And when you feel pain, if you will calm your soul, you will hear me whispering your name, my beloved. Love, 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 love. That was so good. Oh, my gosh. That was so Thank good. Thank you. So good. Let's just revel that in that for a moment. We're going to have to put that. So that's your original writing, right, Crystal? Yep, that is my original. That is my original writing. Um, and I think, you know, each of us have somewhere been in one of those categories. We've each felt we've, we've been called at least one of those, if not many of those things. And um, each of us can find freedom in really resonating with the fact that, that we are loved, that we are covered with grace, that we are covered with forgiveness, that, we we are free that we are protected that we are loved yes yes and yes so that's the juice that you would get if you're working in crystal space of awesome (laughs) exactly (laughs) honestly it's just a, a person has to it's such a different approach, I think, Crystal, than the, exactly what you've said. It's the, the list of things. Do you want to go to the park? Remember, I have a call, and then I'm taking you to the park afterwards. This was our agreement. What do you need? Just a minute. You need me to take you to the park quick? I understand. You can draw some first. He already drew. Go talk to your friend like inside of the cat life. or the turtles. <laughs> Do you want to find a turtle? In- okay, go find the turtles. I'm going to go find some turtles. What's your kids doing today? <laughs> when you find them, I'll come. I'll show her the turtles, okay? <laughs> okay, so back to the travels. So now this is perfect. Animal <laughs> travels. <Mom>. Yes. <laughs> River's doing the segue. River's doing the segue to the turtles in the yard. We are going to look for the turtles in the yard. And yes, so um, I can talk about the whale shark now. You want to hear about my time with the whale shark? Yes, yes. Okay, so I have been wanting to dive with, oh, the turtles are very far back there, yes. You can. Oh my goodness, look at that. See the turtles super quickly. There they are. Hey, back in the corner back there. Thank you, River, for showing us the turtles. 
So I wanted to do, to be with the whale shark for a long time. But then what happened was I made my booking last year and there was a hurricane. <laughs> so I, I lived through my first hurricane followed by my second hurricane. <laughs> and needless to say, um, did not get to go with the whale sharks because it was not like not cool to go out on a boat right. during that time frame. Noted. Uh, so I've been waiting for a whole year. And the other thing that I really wanted to do with the whale shark is I wanted to free dive because if you don't free dive with them, you have to wear this orange, huge fat life jacket and just kind of bob around and like see them swim from a distance. But if you free dive, you're able to swim down because then you're just have um, a wetsuit on right you're able to swim down and swim right next to them and so what's which the is, risk what's the risk of doing that oh well actually the whale shark is neither a whale nor a shark it's a big fish big. so and it eats plankton right. it doesn't eat people it does have a big mouth technically i guess it could swallow you but i heard the only whale that can actually swallow you into its stomach is the sperm whale other whales you would actually get stuck in their throat because they're you want yes, how they're built yes exactly. yeah so they would eventually you'd only be there a short time <laughs> screened out. So there's, there's really no no risk it's a very very peaceful activity um i would liken it a lot to being with the gorillas in the wild, it was one of those amazing experiences. And the gorillas, which I've been with, are called the gentle giants of the rainforest. And I guess the whale shark's kind of the gentle giants of the, the ocean. <laughs> oh, that's so incredible. And so how long did you get to dive with them for? Like, what was the best part? Okay, well, so before I was able to actually free dive with them, I hadn't done any free diving course or anything. Um, and you're supposed to be certified to be able to free dive with them. And there's only like one company that does the free diving. So I went the day before and I did this really fun activity to learn free diving in a different kind of way, which was run by a woman. Because okay. a lot of free diving is very male, testosterone driven. You can dive the deepest without breathing. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, and so she found as, as she was doing that, that, women weren't really relating with that so well. And then um, one day she tried on a mono fin and she's like, this is kind of like swimming like a mermaid. So she oh. made this whole mermaid class up where you swim with a mono fin on. And then afterwards they, they give you a little mermaid outfit to swim around in the cenote with. So I had a day of with four other girls where we were mermaids in the cenote, which oh, was pretty fun. fun. Oh yeah. Um, I discovered I was actually able, I normally don't swim with fins and I discovered I was actually able to swim very far. Like everyone else came up way before me and then they're like, where's Crystal? And I was still going. <laughs> oh, awesome. So that, that was the first thing. And then um, with the whale sharks, I got to swim with three whale sharks mm -hmm. and two huge manta rays. I was the first person to jump in with the whale shark. So I was a little nervous about being the first person. <laughs> and then I went in with my GoPro. And so they're like, you know, you go in with it at your own risk. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I snorkel all the time with it. Right. No yeah. props. 
I can hold on to it. So I swim up to this whale shark and it was the first one was fairly small and I'm swimming next to its face for a while. And then I'd see its fins flapping like, um, not fins, gills, gills, they have these really big gills. So then I'm swimming right next to its really big gills. Um, I was trying to swim sideways. My thing would be, if you're not used to swimming sideways, just swim flat because they encouraged you to swim sideways. But then I didn't know how. So I quickly, I quickly uh, didn't keep up. You adapted. Yes. Uh, And then I found myself all of a sudden going behind the whale shark, not being able to keep up with it. And one fin went past me. Then another fin went past me. I thought, oh, I'm good. Then all of a sudden, slap, the tail hit me. Yeah. Boom. And then you see on the GoPro image, (laughs) you see me flying (laughs) because I dropped it. And then you just see me. (laughs) I think it's so funny because you also see the camera. It's like it goes dark and then you can see people again. It goes dark and then you can see people swimming again. It's like it looks like it was actually shot by a very professional photographer, your drowning camera, (laughs) my drowning camera. And the good thing is somebody saw my camera fall. They saw me get slapped in my camera fall and they jumped out of the boat and rescued my GoPro, Uh, uh, which was a great heroic act. But needless to say, uh, when I went in with the two much larger ones and was able to swim for a much longer time with them, that one was not captured so well on film. I did have um, somebody capture it kind of from a distance. One of the second one I swam with, which was like the medium one. Um, right. And then I swam with the, the grandpa one later. <laughs> and then the manta rays were amazing too. The manta rays were so big. They were as big as me. Um, so are you yeah, cautioned at all when you, when you swim with the manta rays? Are you cautioned at all about what to do so that you they, don't they hadn't cautioned me i always seem to i was with people they should have cautioned me but generally speaking i always seem to get into these nature experiences with animals without yet first having knowledge which right. is really not the way to go you should really like inform yourself first like the first time i saw a silverback um i was not gorilla tracking the gorillas actually tracked us and, and so, so i was not informed not to stand up Right. Mm-hmm. So I was walking down the path. There's a couple men in front of me. One of them even knew how to speak gorilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, you're speaking gorilla. Speak gorilla. Yeah, yeah. you're speaking gorilla. <laughs> um, and the gorilla, I mean, just like he stood up, beat his chest, ran at us. The two guys in front of me darted and ran. And I didn't know what to do. And I was like, those men ran. So I didn't ran too. But right. really, you're supposed to like get down in a, a submissive oh. position with gorillas. Okay. So, um, and and trouble? with manta, manta rays, stingrays, you should be careful of their tails because I believe uh, I'm not sure which one it was, what kind of ray it was, but Steve Irwin, our, yes. our beloved crocodile hunter, went yes. down because of one of those. So ultimately, not to get too close. Right. Enjoy. <laughs> come up and actually when i was um with the sea turtles last time we talked about the sea turtles i the day before i went out swimming when we first got at our little wonderful airbnb i went out swimming and i was very close to the shore even where people were standing and one one problem i have is 
I, I don't have my glasses when I swim, right? So I have to wear the goggles. So I can't mm-hmm. see that well. And I love to go down at the very bottom and just swim along the very bottom. I was swimming along the very bottom. I was like, what's this? And um, it was a kind of ray and it had buried itself in the sand. Right. And it, I was like inches from it and it came up right underneath me and its tail came right in front of my face. Ah. And then its body came up right underneath me and it was just somehow grace that we was, I was gonna we say startled, was, but we somehow both avoided body contact which was good that is good that's good yes close but not too close is yes. a good idea so is there a consequence to the mantas or the stingrays if they sting you like do they die like a bee um from my understanding it's not like a poison it's a piercing i could be wrong like a piercing well now we gotta everyone's gonna be out researching like and a, knife. Get a whole you bunch know, of emails being hit by a knife than being bit by a poisonous snake from my understanding it's kind of All right so if anyone wants to educate us you know you can reach us at masteryourlife.ca and send in all your intel <laughs> You can, you can send we're us the information. We're happy to swim and dive with you also. So if you need some, you know, if you need some Padres on your adventures, yeah, we're available, Crystal, because we have lots to learn. Yes, exactly. We do have tons to learn. I'm happy to learn from people who know all of these, all of these, all of these details. And, and my, my thing would be, if you have some kind of dream, don't give up on it because, you know, it took a year to make this happen. Um, I obviously spent more money than it would have if I had just done the little thing. Um, but it was so worth it. It right. was worth waiting the year. It was. I want to go to the- so what was the best takeaway from the mermaid, Crystal? What was the best takeaway from the mermaid? Oh, the best takeaway from the mermaid? Uh, it was just having fun with, with other women. I think there's something really special sometimes when either like women are with women or men are with men and you're really able to just, so it's really getting into to the fem, feminine side, right? Yes. And being yes. very, very playful. And then, you know, I, I never was like one of those little girls who really wanted to be a mermaid or anything, but you know, it's still kind of fun to dress up and everything. <laughs> well, and that movement of the, of being a mermaid, like that, I, I'm a Qigong teacher, so I equate everything to Qi and how your body moves oh, that's in, great. Yeah, in rhythm of with nature, right? So when you're actually doing yes. those um, undulations of your, your uh, Jing Qi, your lower element of your body, you're activating all kinds of really good things and getting hormones going and endorphins and all of those feel good mojo that is bathing your brain in neurological great chemicals yeah exactly so you come out feeling all sparkly because you've actually activated your that lower part of your body which most people don't do most hours every day because you're sitting on your duff sitting, well, that's in, a true. Computer, sitting in a vehicle sitting you know, just laying down so this whole getting your body moving uh that way in particular where it's a circle or it's that undulation yes. really activates things it's, it's much different than walking it's much more uh enlivening and invigorating than walking so so good for you yes. guys and, to, and do you feel it's only that it's just because we spend a lot of time sitting that we don't do those things yeah. Or also that they're somehow related with our our sexuality and sexuality is a bit taboo. What do you think? 
sexuality. <laughs> Look at this crazy crystal Evans. Diamond rain into the sexuality card. Yes, I would say it's repressed just a little, a bit, a wee bit. Um, and especially with Europeans that we're certainly not to talk about it. But again, because I'm a Qigong teacher, we teach, um, we teach Taoist secret sexual practices to clients who want to know them. And that's actually about controlling your Jing Qi. So oh, that's wonderful. It is. So you're not. Great. I need so to. To learn some things from you. <laughs> there's some there's some things. It's <laughs> the reason why I'm a 50-something-year-old grandma and still look great. <laughs> but Leah's got the secrets. <laughs> so the Jingqi activation. Well, I just know them, but you're doing them, Crystal, right? And so anyone who's actually like moving their body or even slightly, you don't even need to really be quote-unquote athletic. Much to your oh, point, wow. the masculine energy that gets released when you're like pounding weights those kind of okay, yeah. is different than when you're actually doing those undulating natural movements like a tree does or like bamboo in the wind you know oh, lovely. very nice rocking swaying yes bring me something longer to tie around your face it has to be longer uh-oh he's getting something long to tie around his face so anyway we digress to talking about sexual energy but it is important um to yes to that uh jing chi and your as well so when you're in harmony in nature nature's a really good example, living example of what's so is it natural to have times when you have regeneration is it time uh, you know and that would be all of these times that we have challenges are times that my, like when mother nature is in hibernation or when it's regenerating or when it's um, blooming or when it's in that full ripening process these are all the things that we have um, in our lives par with parallel when we have trauma when we have setbacks when we have challenges when we when we quit and then we get back up again you know when we figure out different ways to do things we rise from the quote-unquote ashes that's mother nature uh, at work in and we can't stop it you can't you can't one thing i love talking about with you like you always bring things up in a in a very poetic way but like a thought-provoking poetic way that makes makes people think but think in a way that like just naturally leads towards beauty <laughs> Look at us, all the beauty on this show. It's as if we're <laughs> with the mantis right now. <laughs> we don't know if we're getting a piercing or a sting, but we're in anyway. Yes, but I think it's I think it's super, super, super important. And this is one of the biggest things that that people neglect is those things of joy. We're often like just talking about sitting all the time. We're often just kind of subconsciously as well as consciously um, taught to just kind of grind, 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 work, work, work. Or if you have a challenge that you just have to like go through the challenge until you're the super duper overcomer. And sometimes you just need to actually play. <laughs> right. And, and through playing, you become the overcomer. Um, through playing, all of a sudden an idea comes to you that wasn't there before or through resting all of a sudden divine resources come to you that weren't coming to you before um so it's very important and i particularly set out on this this particular consciously i mean before i've always been somebody who likes to do things i love and to have lots of fun like even after i'm a runner and after races they would complain like you know come time for them to, I'm supposed to like receive some award and 
where's Crystal? She's swimming in the river, right? Right. Um, but then it wasn't until like, I really became so aware of, like I went through so many challenges and then I rose out of them consciously deciding to choose my joy no matter what I'm facing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was particularly after, um, after I left my marriage, I won't say I was yet particularly there. I was like on survival mode. All right. If I can survive, it's a good day. Um, yes. But then, and I think then it's really started first with coming conscious about gratitude. Mm-hmm. So just being okay. You know what? My electricity was turned off today. But what can I be thankful for? I can be thankful for you know, the really great strawberry popsicles with fresh strawberries down the lane that I can buy. Or, you know, like, right. I can't pay my $50 power bill, but I can buy a 75 cent popsicle. Exactly. So finding that thing to be thankful for. And so one thing our family did was start a Thanksgiving jar where we would write every evening things that we're thankful for and, and stuff them into a jar um recently i haven't been doing the best at this because we need a new jar jar got full and i've just been lazy to eat enough peanut butter and actually wash the jar i'm not lazy enough to eat the peanut butter lazy to wash the jar (laughs) but we need to start a new thankful jar but then um after we fled the flyers and we ended up homeless for that that season and then we went to travel when i went to travel again that was when I'm like, this is all about embracing my highest joy and raising my vibration. And this is when I really began to study about um, energy and everything. And I really feel like it's really too bad that because um, like I grew up in the church. Right. And I just feel like a lot, a lot of church culture is they're, they're kind of um, cutting off their own legs by by not embracing and learning about about the way energy works and to me i don't see it as something that's that's separate from any type of faith whether whether it's the church or the synagogue or the mosque or the buddhist temple you know like i don't see it as being separate from any of those but rather an integration and the more we learn and i feel like a lot of times people in the science world are afraid of the faith world or people in the faith world are afraid of the science world. But I feel like really, if we can integrate the two, if it's okay for us to, to know about the scientific, you know, reality of vibrations and how we can rise them as well as know, okay, we can also raise our faith levels. Um, I think when we can combine that is something really beautiful and powerful. And so I said about to rise my vibration and to raise my joy mm-hmm. and so and to do all the crazy things i always wanted to do and all the crazy things i did not did not always want to do right. <laughs> like i did not always want to cliff dive but my son made me brave and made me do it but i did i always wanted to learn how to surf since i was in high school nice and, yeah. and that i made my son do so <laughs> but in the end we both enjoyed both <laughs> yeah that's awesome that is so but through so- that then, right? then my business began to rise again, right? It wasn't get my business. Cause this is like the traditional model. The traditional model is like work your nine to five, 
then maybe at the end, like in your fifties, you can have your own business and then you can retire. And then maybe you can take a couple of vacations, right? This is kind of like, or you've died, you've died already groomed into yes. the right. Yes. But instead, why not have our vacation every day? Why, why not? Even if it's, even if we're not at a luxury hotel, why not sit down and taste our food just at our own table and really savor the taste of the orange or the chocolate or mm. the salad or whatever it is. Right? right. And, and then also still go out, like go ahead and spend some money, go out to that restaurant you like, or take some time off. Um, I, I drug a friend of mine here to go see the moon. <laughs> so oh, nice. Good. we got on his motorbike and drove out to see the moon. <laughs> and how was it? Shiny? Big, beautiful, glowing. But it was just an invent. We actually, it was very hard to get out of the city. Oh, you're breaking but up. Eventually, we made it out of the city lights. Yes. In the normal, the normal pattern. Um, and it's through these things that instead, like I was saying, our business or our vision or our dream actually rises. We don't have to first work on our business, 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 or like work on our nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, or night shift or whatever it is. No, first let's work on our joy and carry that joy into our business, carry that joy into our workplace carry that joy into our family. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh. And weird things just for the joy of it. Oh, yes, let me try to move back over here. Just for the joy of it. Is that We're better? Yes, that's better. We're into the last minute of the show. So I just, again, want to encourage people that if you're looking for uh, a coach that is going to help you, maybe be specific, Crystal, about what kind of people you'd like to work with. Okay, yes. So specifically, um, one, like just a mini session. If you just want to do one power mini session with me, um, I can take you through discovering what kind of lies you're believing and then discovering the truth and creating an I am statement about who you really are to be able to um, have. And we really look at your, your true identity. And then I'm looking for people who want to speak, want to create their own courses um, and coaches who want to be able to influence more people. And I do that through both my speaking course as well as my other coaching. Awesome. So my lovely, lovely listeners who I love so much, I want to just thank everyone for tuning into today's episode. Crystal will be on again, talking about other things that she is offering and her perspective on the world at this time that we live in. Uh, Crystal, thank you so much for your time. joy, even though the world's going crazy. That's yeah, my perspective. Your just poem and also chaos and uh, embrace the joy. And I think that the other thing that you do, I do, and I think people are becoming more aware of is the unconditional love of self. And uh, then by that yes, route, so you can important. have the unconditional love towards others. And yes, this is towards ourselves. Yes. It's the same. We have to, it's like one coin. We have a coin has two sides mm-hmm. for us to really love others. We really have to love ourselves. And it's a journey. Like a book I'm writing right now is called Courage is a Journey, Not a Destination. This is the same with self-love. Self-love is a journey. It's not a destination. So even even as part of self-love, we give ourselves grace 
when we haven't loved ourselves well. So that way we can start that this evening. If you haven't loved yourself well during the day, start in the evening. Start right now. Start right now. And with that, read a book, go on an evening walk. (laughs) Go on a walk. With that, we'll take out the show, Crystal, because it's exactly what we say at the end of every show. Love yourselves. Love each other. Mind your minds. That's all for us. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for being a part of our program today. Master Your Life is a presentation of Leah Mattinson Enterprises, Inc. Join us next time on Master Your Life, helping you to discover the very best of you.